What's up guys, this is Jason Tulio and Steve Ventu and welcome to the T2 Fight Project where we talk about all things martial culture and combat sports. Alright, so we, uh, this past weekend we witnessed quite an epic uh, boxing main event. Stephen, what did you think of the third fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder? Huh, great fight, as in uh, it could be, well it is a, it, it's obviously a candidate for fight of the year. It's, uh, I would like to say that heavyweights are back. I don't know, they were all, I mean heavyweights were always, I mean, if you think about it, we came from a time when, um, what's his name? Dang, I forgot their names already, the one that Joshua beat. Uh, no, Klitschko's, really? the Klitschko's, sorry. Yeah. The Klitschko's, we came from a time when the Klitschko's were dominant. Now we have three, four heavyweights mm. who are at the top of their game. I mean, you got, you are at the, at the top of the game, but it's going back to this fight. Wow. That's all I can say. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Well, just going back to what you said about this being, you know, heavyweights are back. Uh, I think this might be the best era for heavyweight boxing since the 90s. Yeah. Um, of course, the 90s, you had guys like Lennox Lewis, uh, Evander Holyfield, George Foreman, Mike Tyson, uh, Riddick Burr. So it was really quite a golden age. And then, you know, Lewis retired. Then we had the Klitschko era, which was very dominant, but it wasn't the most exciting. But yeah, now we have guys like Fury, Wilder, uh, AJ, uh, Anthony Usyk. Joshua, Usyk. We've got Anthony Ruiz. We've got all these top talent. But then, yeah, going back to this fight... Um, it's possibly one of the best heavyweight fights we've ever seen, period. Yeah. And you know what they say about sequels, right? Like, they rarely live up to the original, but these guys have now fought three times, and each time it was epic, and this was by far the most epic confrontation they've had. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the adjustments that Wilder tried to make after he got knocked out in the second fight? Uh, I liked it in the first round. <laughs> like, to be fair, um, he did go for the body. And, like, I, I will give... I give I will give Wilder credit. He's not just a guy with an over with a right straight or a, or a right hand. He has a decent job. He yeah. always did have a decent job. There are videos of is it was it Lennox Lewis? Or yeah, it was Lennox Lewis. Was yeah. Lennox Lewis teaching him how to jab? The job is there, and he he uses the job well in a sense that he will throw a double jab. The first job is to get your guard up. The second job mm-hmm. is to pull the glove down, and then yeah. he will get you with that straight. So he knows how to throw a jab. It's just. He's always off balance before. Mm-hmm. In the first yeah. round, you can see he was doing a lot better. He was he looked more stable when he was stepping into the jab and straight. It's just I think what everyone or what a lot of people do say is once he got hit, he just reverted back into the old Tyson. Yeah, he, yeah. he just reverted back into the old Wilder, which mm-hmm. in all honesty is not good enough to beat Fury. Yeah. Uh, I noticed the same thing. As soon as Wilder came out. You know, the first thing I noticed right away was that he was a bit more side and he had a bit more of a Philly shell stand going. And for once, his elbow was actually tucked in. Mm-hmm. Wilder's very notorious for having his elbows flared out and punching that way. That's what got him to the dance, but obviously he had to tighten up his fundamentals. And that's why he got with a new team. And that was the first thing I noticed. Second thing I noticed was he was putting on a busier pace. He wasn't pot shotting. He was actually going to the body. Mm-hmm. He was trying to wear Fury down because Fury, you know, it doesn't look like it, but he's got great conditioning. And he can last the full 12 rounds fighting at the same pace. But then, yeah, as soon as he got caught by Fury, end of the first round, as soon as we came out in the second round, it was the same old Wilder, head hunting, um, going for the kill with every shot. But 
as you know as much as we criticize that that's what makes him a good fighter that's what brought him to the dance and we saw that when after getting knocked down he knocked down fury twice yep i don't think he would have been able to do that had he kept trying to stuff himself into that box of being a smarter fighter yeah so and what now what did you think about fury when the fight first started because yeah i think he started off a bit slow for this fight yeah i think uh fury started a bit slow i think he was quite cautious i feel like he did know that wilder was going to adjust so maybe he needed a few rounds to figure him out at that point but as the uh, uh, yeah as the fight progressed he he was able to catch actually even in the first round he caught him with some good shots already mm. so i think by two minutes in he was already kind of figuring him out by the second round he figured him out and i think the knockdown happened in the second round right i think it was the, th- the third, 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 third round third round third yeah. round and then the double knock the uh, two knockdowns happened in the fourth yeah yeah so uh for me it's uh actually what do you what I'm curious is about is what did you think about the two knockdowns? Did you think Fury was going to get up? Ah, man. You know what? Out of all their fights, I think the worst knockdown was still the one at the end of the first fight mm-hmm. where he, Fury really was flat on his back and he rose up like the Undertaker yeah. kind of like six to seven and he got to his feet. Uh, when he got knocked down the first time, I was shocked, but I thought he could get up. The second knockdown wasn't as bad, but just Fury's reaction to it at first, I thought he was going to stay down. Mm. I honestly thought like maybe, you know, he was going to, you know, maybe go out on his shield and just say, all right, I'll get him in a fourth fight or something. But no credit to him. Man has got otherworldly, an otherworldly ability to take punishment. Yep. Uh, he's fighting arguably one of the best punchers in heavyweight history. Um, I think, you know, technically he's not, that great, but when he does connect, I think Wilder's, you know, he's up there with like your George Foreman's, your Ernie Shapers, the all-time great punchers. Now, when this fight started, I noticed that yeah, uh, you pointed out Fury was a bit slow, he took some time to adjust, but I think this fight was a testament to his ability to adjust on the fly and figure guys out as they go along. He's really got a phenomenal fight IQ. You know, first he tried to box with him, didn't quite work out the way he wanted, so he started to use his weight again. And I think he's he slowed down a bit from the fact that he's bulked up. His head movement's not as quick as it used to be. It's not as it's not as constant, but yeah. um, the timing is still there, and the power is definitely still there, as we saw in the knockout. Now, who would you like to see these guys fight next? Uh, no, honestly, for me, I think Wilder needs to take a step back. Mm, he I does. Agree. He does need to fight someone to gain his confidence back not really a not a not a can or anything like that but just someone who will yeah just someone he can get his confidence back someone he can get a few rounds in to learn to relearn the style or to relearn his style or practice his style and not go full no balance mode i don't know no balance power punching mode or some or something for Fury, this I mean the sky's the limit. He has so many people he can fight. He can fight Ruiz if he mm. if he wants to, but I think everyone wants to see him versus AJ or him versus Usyk. Yeah. Uh regarding Walder, I'd have to disagree actually, because uh Walder's now 35 years old. Yeah. Um his time at the top's not, you know, especially the style he fights, it's not long for 
it doesn't make for a very long career. So I think the fight that makes sense for now is AJ. Mm. Um, that's a big payday. It's easy to sell if they do it in the UK, especially. And these are guys, you know, who have raw talent, but uh, have shown quite glaring limitations within those talents as well. And they've also sh- kind of shown an inability to adjust their styles. Well, AJ was able to adjust a little bit during the second Ruiz fight, but Ruiz also came in out of shape, so it's hard to say. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I think sort of a number three, number four title, uh, not title, but number three, number four contender eliminated between those two would be a really good fight to make. Hmm. And then Fury versus Usyk, yeah, I think that's the fight to make. I think hands down right now, Fury's the best heavyweight in the world until someone beats him. Yeah, you yeah, agree? Much. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think, well, uh, if he ever matches up with Joshua, I think he will beat Joshua. I think against Usyk. Usyk was a cruiserweight, if I remember correctly before so if firstly for me if fury was able to lean and gas out wilder what more against Usyk? yeah that's true yeah that's what i yeah. think there's an argument there about um there needs to be a super heavyweight division all that but i don't know personally i mean the fact that guy you know wilder guy wilder size you know still gives a guy like fury a lot of trouble i don't think there's a yeah. need for it yeah, I don't think there's needs to be a super heavyweight. I think um, at this point, yeah, Fury Fury did gain a lot of weight, but yeah, Wilder did well. Actually, I have one question though. Do you actually think that the two knockdowns was a detriment to Wilder because he was able to knock down Fury twice with his old style? So do you ah. think it actually was? Do you think it actually was bad for him? Maybe, but then I, I pose the question back: Do you think? He would have found success fighting any other way. You know, if he, yeah, go ahead. I don't, I think he would have eventually gassed out because he mm. was so aggressive in the first round. He, he won the first round. That's probably one of the only rounds he won. Yeah. But I mean, Fury wasn't as active. He was still figuring him out. But I don't, I think with that style, I don't know. Uh, but it, it is true. I don't, I think with that style, with his job to the body, job straight. Jab straight or jab or jab straight to the head, he wouldn't have been able to knock down Fury. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, I think he, if he had fought a smart fight, I think you're right. I think he would have guessed himself at eventually because that's just not the way he fights. The way Wilder fights was what we saw from the second round onwards. It's winging single shots to the head till he hits something. Mm-hmm. Um, to, yeah, on a, from a technical standpoint, it's starting, it, has, it has worked against him, but that's what brought him to the dance and that's what he does best. And I think, you know, at this stage in his career, asking him to change his style up completely is going to be a really tall task. So uh, as, far, as far as your question, was it did the two knockdowns work against him? I can't say that they did because that was the most success that he saw. And I don't think, you know, I, I don't see Wilder cruising to a decision. Yeah, yeah. Against anyone, considering that he's only gone the distance twice in his whole career. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And one of those times was against Tyson Fury. Now, he did show in that fight that he still had power in the 12th round, but he, it was a draw, but most people do agree that Fury won that fight. So I think the longer the fight went, it definitely favored Fury. So no, I don't think the two knockdowns worked against him. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think um, it would make, for me, like if I think about it, it would, it would make, it would be harder for him to learn a new style. Because Absolutely. of those two knockdowns, just because exactly they always say like you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You can 
that's which is true once once something is ingrained once you mm. like i mean for me it's like we we we've both, the both of us have only sparred once in our lives <laughs> and even up to now i think my left hand cuz like i'm left handed my left hand still drops and then mm. what i know is you got me every time <laughs> with that hand. Yeah. and i know that habit is still there yeah well you know for every many pakayao that can change up their style late in their career there's every other boxer who will have a tough time doing it uh it's the old mike tyson quote everyone has a plan to get punched in the face I always revert back to this example. Before he fought Manny Pacquiao, Ricky Hatton hired Floyd Mayweather to train him. He looked great on the mitts. You know, we saw that, you know, he was doing the classic Mayweather combinations on the mitts. What happened in the fight? As soon as he got hit, he was that same guy with his old trainer, you know, doing the body bag and, you know, ah, ah, that body ripping style, which ultimately worked against him. But yeah, at that point in his career, you weren't going to change his style. And certainly not within one training camp either. Yep. I think that's... That needs to be said too. It's that uh, few Wilder's camp tried to do a complete one eighty within one training camp, and that's you know changing styles is hard enough, let alone within one training camp. Okay. With that being said, do you think his corner should have called him out between rounds, saying go back to this style? We should, um, we should keep our distance. Use go, uh, go back to the jabs. Go back to this. Go back to the body. I, you- I think I think so. I think there from what I from what I saw, their advice was a little. A little bit passive, little. It was a bit more encouraging uh, than it was strategic. They were sort of encouraging him to keep doing what he was doing. Uh, but I think at that point, Fury had already figured it out, and Fury had already stifled it. He was the one. The bigger guy was closing the distance. The bigger guy was controlling the pace. What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, based on the corner, as in Sugar Hill was. I honestly feel like Sugar Hill was doing a much better job in the mm-hmm. sense where if you were listening to the corner, he is. He did say, "Start with a job. Start with a job." That's which was good advice. When it came to Wilder, it was just encouraging. It's like, "Okay, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> let's keep it going." I think um, as a corner, you should give more sound advice. But at the end of the day, maybe it's something that Wilder just needed at that time, just to encourage your fighter. So yeah. I think actually, yeah, in a war of attrition like that, yeah, you definitely, you know, sometimes it's about just getting. You know, washing out their mouthpiece and pushing them back out for one more round. Yeah. You know, I guess the the trainers would know better than we do, but yep. You know, uh, in a war of attrition like that, you just need to get your guy ready for the next round. You know, the, any strategic advice you give might not necessarily register. Yeah, that's true. Uh, do you? Uh, actually, this might. Uh, do you agree with the corner not throwing in the towel? Ah, uh, that's tough. Uh, I think. I think if they had stopped it a bit earlier, no one would have complained. Yeah. Um, ultimately, I don't think Wilder would have wanted them to stop it, but of course, it's not the fight. It shouldn't, at least in my opinion, it shouldn't be the fighter's decision. It's the corner that should look out for the fighter's best interest. And if they had stopped it around or two earlier. I certainly wouldn't have complained. What do you think? Same. I wouldn't have complained if the fight was stopped earlier. I just think if they stopped the fight, his corner would have been fired. <laughs> so that's true. His, I think his corner would have been fired. So he, I mean, Wilder, Wilder has heart. That I mean, mm-hmm. that's something we can never take away from him. He was gassed out. He was tired. He kept throwing punches, and he went out on a shield. Yeah. But just this is we have to remember that this is a heavyweight fight. Imagine, get, imagine getting punched by 
Um, imagine getting punched by Wilder or Fury. We'll die. Both mm-hmm. of us will die in one punch. Yeah. Wilder sustained. Wilder took so many punches that it was concerning. I think even Fury said that this was a fight where someone's life is on the line. Yeah. Which is for me crazy. So I, I to answer like my own question, I honestly feel like they should have thrown in the towel. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just Wilder is great. Uh, Wilder's heart is insane. I think. Yeah, uh, it goes back to you know another great. Uh, heavyweight rubber match, a thriller in Manila. You know, uh, Joe Frazier's corner called it at the end of the 14th round. And then Eddie Futch said, you know, no one will ever forget what you did here today. And, you know, there are still debates to this day what would have happened because Ali himself said he was about to quit on his stool as well. Yep. But, you know, no one, el- no one, no one will ever forget that fight. Uh, no one will ever forget Joe Frazier. I don't think the fight getting called at the end of the 14th round ever worked in- against him and his legacy. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's one of those things. That's the gift of hindsight. If they had called it too early, maybe it would have been, uh, they would have been criticized. But yeah, I think if they had called it maybe just a round before or two rounds before, I think this still would have gone down in history as one of the great fights. Yeah, I agree. You know, a lot like the, you know, your Thurland Miller, your Bar, your Bar Fields. Yep, I agree. Yeah. I, I still think even if it was... If it stopped at the ninth round, it still would have been one of the greatest fights. One of the greatest, not even greatest heavyweight fights, one of the greatest fights of all time. Uh, yeah. What I liked about this was that uh, after the second fight when he lost, you know, Wilder came out with, the, oh, my armor was too heavy and all this, all this honestly bullshit. Uh, he came out with and his excuses and then people started to question his heart. But I think this fight demonstrated that without question that the guy has heart. Yeah. I don't think true. that can ever be questioned. I feel like his excuses is one of those things where he is he he is genuinely passionate about boxing. He is mm. passionate about his career. The fact that he lost, he could not accept it. But his heart his heart was always in boxing, or his heart is always there. But with that being said, what 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 what's your takeaway on how he handled um, the uh, post fight where he wouldn't? Where he doesn't want to, where he didn't want to talk to Fury or anything. It's hard to say because it's easy to sit from the outside and say, "Oh, you know what? You should give the post fight interview, whatever." But mm-hmm. you know, we're not the ones who just got knocked out and went through all that punishment. Uh, I hope that he went straight to get medical attention, and that was the reason. And I hope it wasn't just sour grapes. But in the heat of the moment, it's hard to make it. Honestly, I I find I wouldn't think it's fair to make a judgment. What do you mm-hmm. think? Yeah, yeah, I agree because I, I look at it in two ways. The first way is it is a sport. I mean, we we watch a lot of MMA, we watch a lot of boxing. And MMA and boxing, it's every time a match is over, you'll shake hands. I mean, the best would be like Pacquiao. Even when he loses, he'll still he'll still go out and shake hands. But the other side of it is there are some fighters who are just emotional. They 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 need to get angry or they need to literally hate their opponent in order to be motivated to train. I honestly think that Fury uh, Wilder is an is an emotional fighter. He put so much time and effort into this match mm-hmm. that that losing was not an option or losing was never on his mind. That's a fact that when he that, that when he did lose, there was no choice in his mind but to make excuses or make, not sorry not sense. not make excuses but um not accept the outcome. I think. Mm. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense.